Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Tuesday, March 1st. Well, on Tuesdays, we have longer conversations, and I would like to welcome to the show Trey Wallace of OutKick to talk all things SEC. We're going to have a baseball question for you later, Trey. A couple of football questions, but because it is March, we have to discuss college basketball. Uh, So we're going to do all of that with you today on the show. Welcome, by the way. Where can people follow you? Yeah, follow me uh, at Trey Wallace underscore on Twitter. Follow all the work at OutKick.com, man. Just we're rolling in here. It's March and uh, basketball, football, baseball, everything combined. Yeah, never, never ends. Make sure you, of course, also check out our wonderful sponsor, the Kingston Group. That's BuildKG.com. If you're going to make a big decision on your home, there's no reason to do it without all of the best information. So if you're going to spend a ton of money on your house, make sure you talk to the experts, locally owned, award-winning custom home and remodeling firm, the Kingston Group. That's BuildKG.com. Make sure you check that out. All right, Trey, um, Tennessee with a huge win over Auburn over the weekend. Just a fantastic weekend altogether. Arkansas has now won 13 out of 14. They beat Kentucky. Uh, did Tennessee do enough, or does it have enough left on its schedule to get to that two-seed status? Yeah, I, I think that makes it interesting. I mean, what they've been able to do at home and beating Kentucky and Auburn, I, I think that – that's going to help that loss at Arkansas actually looks a lot better now with them beating Kentucky. Um, you, look, they're going to play Georgia tonight and then they're going to turn around and they're going to get Arkansas back at home, which is big because that gives you that next opportunity. First off, extend the home winning streak. Second of all, get yourself another top 15 ranking, which I, I think that Arkansas will be um, on Saturday. So, so yeah, I, I think they can. Um, the way that the, the college basketball world kind of crumbled this past weekend, uh, I think that kind of helped Tennessee a little bit. And, look, the way that they're playing right now, you know, take care of this week, go 2-0, and go win a game or two in Tampa. Well, I was about to say Nashville, but go do it in Tampa. <laughs> and then and then you've got an opportunity, you know, to, to get that spot where – Maybe you're sitting at a three seed with the potential to be some kind of maybe high two seed. But right now, if you're a Tennessee fan, I think you're happy with the way things play out if you're a three seed heading into March Madness. I, I tend to agree with that. All right, so let's look at there's, – there's now a clear top four. I'm not going to include Alabama because they're just too fickle. I can't – it's too fickle for my blood. Um, yeah. But uh, obviously Auburn and, and Kentucky are Final Four caliber teams – Yep. So my question is, are Tennessee and Arkansas, like are there four Final Four caliber teams, and how many of those Final Four-ish teams are actually capable of cutting down the nets in the end? So h- how many teams can win the national title from the SEC? I agree with you on the two, Kentucky and, and Auburn right now. Uh, Auburn's going to need somebody else besides Jabari Smith or, you know, uh, KD Johnson. You know, that was their problem against Tennessee. Nobody else stood up. Wendell Green was 2-15. You look at Kentucky, look, get Ty Ty Washington healthy, get Wheeler healthy. You've got a team that can cut down the nets. You you really do. And and especially if Oscar's going out there getting 19 to 20 rebounds a game, also adding 15 to 20 points per game. I think when you look at Arkansas, it's almost as if if JD JD Note doesn't go, then Arkansas's not gonna go. Yeah. It's kind of that, you know, he went for what? I think it was 30 points against Kentucky. You saw how Arkansas played on defense. So that's, look, that's the type of team in Arkansas that I think can make Sweet 16, Elite Eight run. 
But cutting down the nets right now, I, I need to see a little bit more. Even, if, you know, Jalen Williams, I know he's good, but I need to see more when it comes to them putting it all together. Now, Tennessee is an interesting part because it, they play so differently when you roll the three-guard combo out with Vescovi, Chandler, and Ziegler. Rick Barnes is not going to hold anything back. He knows who his best players are. So if they have to roll that out there in the tournament, coming out of that first break, okay, Ziggler's on the court with Vescovi and Chandler. Roll in Brandon Hundley-Hatfield, maybe Jonas Adu. You know, probably going to be Triple J, though, at that at that four spot. Then I think you're okay. Then I think this is a Tennessee basketball team. It's shown over the last few games. It's shown out of the 10 of the last 11 SEC games that they've won. They can find different ways to do it. And I think that's the big thing. You're you're getting points from Josiah Jordan James that you weren't getting earlier in the year. Uh, you're you're starting to see Brandon Hunley Hatfield turn into a grown man um, right on the court in front of us. So you know, with Tennessee, it's it's kind of off and on. Yes, I think they had the talent to make it to a Final Four, but also they can't go on four minute shooting slumps that we've seen. You know, if that starts to hit them. Tennessee would be out, you know, yeah. in the second round, maybe the Sweet 16 round. And, and I, I would bet everything on Kentucky being the last SEC team standing. Like, I think they can win the championship. I think they're as balanced and as experienced as Calipari's ever had. They've got a player of the year who can dominate down low. they got a veteran guard. they got star wings. Like, to me, Kentucky's the team that I'm, I think it can win the whole thing. I like them. I, I really do. And, yeah. I, man, I love Oscar. They need to get Ty Ty healthy. Because even though he was even limping against Arkansas, you yeah. know, and, and I don't know what that means. You know, you take your lumps this week. I think they'll be fine. They play Florida to cap the season off. I think they'll be fine with the Gators. Go to the SEC tournament. Whatever happens, happens. Right. Then they get ready right. for March. You know how Calipari is. Yeah. So make sure you guys, and if they are healthy, and if they can roll a solid eight, nine guys out there that are going to give them up, even topping, then I think this group can cut down the nets, you know, yeah. in, in New Orleans. Let's uh, let's switch gears to football here, Trey, for just a second. And I just want to go real broad strokes with you sort of because we've got lots of things, spring practice, roster management, portal, all kinds of stuff that's going to change before we get to SEC media days. But obviously, Georgia, nothing's going to change with Georgia top the east. They're going to be number one. But there's a lot of intrigue behind them, whether it's transfer quarterbacks at South Carolina. um, You know, Missouri's been recruiting well. You know, Tennessee and, and Kentucky both have lots of optimism coming into this. Florida's got a new coach. Who, who is on the next tier in the East behind Georgia? Obviously, in, in March here. But who is on the next tier directly behind Georgia that you think has a chance to sort of jump up and, and, and maybe be a, a factor? You know what? I, I, I want to say Kentucky with Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez coming back on offense. Um, but they got to fill that hole with Wondell Robinson. I look at Tennessee, I, I think it'd come down to this. I think it'd come down to Tennessee, Kentucky, and Florida sitting there battling it out. I, you know, we'll see what Georgia does. Like, I don't you know, I don't think Georgia goes perfect this year, you know, in a sense of rolling through the SEC like they did last year. Um, I, I think that you have, you got to t- look, a Tennessee offense that's returning, you know, Cedric Tillman, uh, you've got Jalen Hyatt. You've got guys in the slot that can step up. You know, throw a Walker Merrill in there if you want. But the biggest factor is Hendon Hooker. And then add on to the fact that you've got Jabari Small coming back, Jalen Wright throwing a Justin Williams at running back. And then the biggest thing, too, you got an offensive line that actually 
you got some depth now, uh, which is interesting compared to previous years. So offensively, I think Tennessee can take that next step, which is, you know, beating one of those teams, like beating Florida um, at home. You'll never yeah, say it to yeah. actually do it, but yeah. So, <laughs> right. But I, but I just look, just, just look, one more time in the last 20 years would be nice, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and look, they, they've got to fix some things on defense. They don't have a lot of depth yeah, at certain yeah. spots. But when you look at it, I, I do. I like Kentucky. Um, I, I do. I, I think Florida can take a step if they roll with Anthony Richardson. Um, at that quarterback spot, maybe Jack Miller. It depends on what they do. I don't think Emory is going to be the quarterback for Billy Napier, uh, but Florida still has work to do. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. Missouri, you know, to me, yeah, they're they're trying to replace the quarterback situation with Connor Bazelet gone. There's talk that they might get the Jaden Daniels kid from Arizona State. Where does he fit in with Brady Cook and Macon at quarterback um, at Missouri? So, you know, I, I think there's three teams that could fight Georgia. And then I think Shane Beamer is going to start putting it together at Carolina with Spencer Rattler, hopefully, you think, um, and the talent they brought in with the transfer portal. So I do think it'll be closer this year in the SEC East, and I do think George is going to take a loss or two. Um, but looking at it overall right now, that's probably be my three. In baseball, I know this is way too early, and we're just sort of dipping our toe into this, but it feels like a lot of the best talent, you know, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, LSU – Arkansas all feel like national championship contenders all in the West. Certainly Vandy's going to be Vandy. Tennessee, yeah. Florida, and South Carolina are going to be interesting in the East in terms of baseball. But it does – it listen, it does feel different coming into this season for Tennessee where you've got some hype for some youngsters throwing 104. you got guys hitting dingers in their first college at bats. Like, you're in Knoxville. What, what is the vibe around the baseball team right now? You know what? It's fun. I mean, they outscored Iona 68-3 to this past weekend. <laughs> Those are Josh Heupel numbers. Um, Mercy. You, I mean, you, look, look. they had to replace some key players, and we know this. But you see what Trey Lipscomb's been able to do so far uh, early in this season. He's the type of player Tony Vitello's been talking about a lot. Um, you move Evan Russell to catcher, so you're still getting that bat. Um, I, I think it's big with what they're doing with Gilbert. I think it's big with what you do with the pitching staff. And to me, one of the biggest additions in the offseason was Ethan Smith, a pitcher from Vanderbilt. Um, who, who's going to go for Tennessee? I think the you talked about it the the crazy 104 mile per hour fastball. I think Tony Vitello was trying to hide that for a little bit with Ben Joyce, <laughs> uh, kind of like a little weapon, and it got out. Um, so, you know, look, Tennessee's bats I think are going to be good this year. They got to figure out this pitching rotation. You know, without Blade Tidwell, I think they got a great guy on the bump on Friday nights and Chase Burns. Um, but how they play that out. As we get closer, and this weekend, by the way, is the first big test. They're going to play Texas on Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah. So a rematch of Omaha. Yeah, absolutely. What what are they? Just real quickly, are they better than last year? You think? Come come June. I think it's too early to tell because I want to see what the pitching rotation looks like yeah. in a month. Um, but they do have the bats, and I think that's that's the key for them. They can get on base. They do have the bats. We'll see if they can back it up with the pitching. Trey Wallace, where can everybody find your work and follow what you're doing? Yeah, man. Um, grinding it all. Uh, do it at outkick.com. Follow me every day. Posting about the SEC, national stuff going on. Follow me on Twitter at Trey Wallace underscore. Just out here grinding like you, my brother. <laughs> I hear you. Make sure you check out 
The Kingston Group, of course, our wonderful sponsor, BuildKG.com is the website. We do these long-form episodes. We're going to have another one for you coming up tomorrow on the show. Uh, so make sure you tune in. That's the 440, of course, all across all the social platforms. Give us a follow on the YouTubes and everywhere else. And again, The Kingston Group, BuildKG.com. For Trey Wallace, my name is Braden Gall. Thank you guys all for listening. This has been the 440 for Tuesday, March 1st. Thank you.